Welcome to the Steve Reads His Post podcast. For those of you who are too busy or too lazy to actually read my post, I've taken on the huge effort of reading them to you. Enjoy. Recent post, I referenced this post that I wrote six years ago. I thought I would go back and record it unedited. Let me know if you agree that it sadly still applies to many companies even today. How IT can create value exceeding their expense. Let's face it, IT is a big expense. As a former CEO of several organizations, I can tell you looking at the IT expense is a head shaker. Chalked up as a cost of doing business today, IT is a significant line item on just about any company's budget. It is also one of those items that is considered non-revenue generating, like rent or accounting fees. And like many CEOs, when you question the IT expense, you'll get a litany of reasons that you won't understand that all sum up with the idea that the world will end if you cut a penny of it. As a former CEO, I can tell you, CEOs do not like IT. We do not like anything we feel hostage to. We do not like any non-revenue generating expenses. Just look at our face at the next budget meeting. Don't get me wrong, we don't mind spending money. When the marketing director proposes a new $20,000 initiative to bring in more customers, we will smile. But when the IT director proposes a new $20,000 exchange server, just so we can continue to have email the same as before, we will frown. As an IT director or manager, you already know this. If you are not okay with this, read on. We speak with a lot of folks in the IT community about cloud, in particular software as a service or SaaS. Their reactions have certainly run the gamut, and by now I can usually tell, within about 30 seconds, where they're going to come down on incorporating cloud into their organization. If the first few words out of their mouth is security, then I know that they have either latched onto this red herring for job preservation, or they are uninformed, neither of which is good for us. For one thing, much of what is perceived as cloud is not cloud, as I outlined in this post. For the uninformed, we can provide information, but as we are providing it, I find myself wondering, why don't you already know this stuff? A smaller group are the job preservationists, but the irony is that they are even more uninformed than the uninformed. Most IT managers are smart people, but maybe a little paranoid. This is not their fault. As I said above, their function has often been viewed as a necessary evil, and they have adapted to that role. The concept of value creation has never been part of their department's agenda, but I think it's about time it was added. I'm sure some IT managers reading this are thinking, you're full of crap, Steve. I create value every day. No, you don't. Without me, our whole organization would grind to a halt. Yes, and my car would grind to a halt if it ran out of gas, but the gas does not create value. It's an expense required for me to go somewhere so that I can create value. Let's face it, most of IT today is simply gas. You provide the basic functions like email so the sales guy can create value. This is why you get disappointed if the CEO does not congratulate you on that speedy installation of that new server blade. To the CEO, it's gas. We only notice if we run out, but you will definitely hear from us then. So IT is a thankless job? Yes, it usually is. Can that be changed? Maybe. If you can look at the role differently and consider breaking out of your IT bubble, the tools exist today for IT to be a value creator. This is new. So how can you move from where you are in the organization to where you want to be, a hero? 
The first step is to understand the concept of value creation in your CEO's terms. You have to get past the idea, if you have it, that cloud will put you out of a job or diminish your role as neither of these are true. In fact, far from it. In order to be able to create value for your organization, you need to free up some bandwidth. The best place to start is to look at some of what you're doing today that is not creating value. This is not easy, as you have to view this from the CEO's perspective. For example, whatever part of your day you are spending on your Exchange server, updating, adding, or deleting users, backing up mailboxes, etc., may well seem important to you, but in your CEO's eyes, this is gas. Whatever time you are spending running around to user computers, applying updates, or moving viruses, swapping hard drives, etc., gas. You get the idea. So we've identified some areas where we are acting as a gas station attendant. I know they don't exist anymore. Let's throw our head back and think about what we could do if we had that time back. With our newfound time, we might stop by the marketing director's office and say, what technologies would make your job more effective? After their initial shock of having maybe met you for the first time and realizing that this might be the first time an IT person asked them a question like that, they'll probably say something like, as a matter of fact, I have some ideas. Implementing initiatives that make the marketing of your organization's products or services is absolutely value-creating in the eyes of any CEO. You get the concept. Your opportunities to create value are many, but we skipped over how you get out of the gas attendant role. This is where today's cloud and software as a service is your best friend. Let's explore one example, one that can free up a lot of gas attending, Microsoft's Office 365. What if you could snap your fingers and your Exchange server disappeared? While we're at it, there goes the SharePoint server as well. Oh, and also all the licenses for them. Speaking of licenses, poof, there goes all the Microsoft Office licenses, vanished. And perfect timing, too, as you were looking at a nasty budget meeting wherein you were going to need to relay that Office is overdue for an expensive upgrade. While we may not be creating value yet, we are reducing the non-revenue generating expense of our department. That puts a smile on the CEO's face also. But Steve, you say, Office 365 isn't free. Nope, it's going to cost your organization somewhere between $2 and $20 per month, depending on your needs. But won't that eclipse my on-premise costs over time? Nope, for a couple of reasons. First, we moved a capital expense over to an operating expense. You just made the CEO smile. If you don't know why, go ask him or her. Second, these cloud guys are smart. They price their subscriptions in such a way that by the time you get anywhere close to having paid as much as an on-premise option, your on-premise option needs an expensive update. Make no mistake, even Microsoft wants you in the cloud, and they have priced it to be a no-brainer. Take a look at the Forrester Research Study commissioned by Microsoft comparing the cost of Office 365 with on-premise solutions, including mostly their own on-premise stuff. Microsoft offers a free 30-day trial of Office 365, so you can check it out. The trial includes the fully-featured product with 25 users, so you can put it to the test. So put down that gas nozzle and start creating value for your company.